we're off and running. We're going. Hey, the setup wouldn't last. Season three. No, 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 no. You misheard them. They said we hope it doesn't last. <laughs> yeah, but still, it's season three. It's been such a long time, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. It has. And I've been busy. Have you been busy? I've been I see you've got a you've got a proper fault, and you brought some jam donuts. Oh yes, half time, half time donuts. <laughs> and uh, you had a, you had a pamphlet before, full. Full, full, no, it's, got a page. Oh, it's got a page. <laughs> it's got a page. Just but uh, it's probably the saddest thing in the world I've seen you've actually got on the front of it. Have you heard this podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Written on the front of it. It's so, it's so Jack, the grandson, doesn't just take it to use for schoolwork. Back in the day when you were at school, did you not have to, like, wrap your exercise books in um, wallpaper? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Wallpaper. Oh. I, I, I think I'm almost positive. Ah, like for a while, I wrapped them out of pages from the Shoot magazine. Ah, right. And pages from Smash Hits. I don't know what Smash Hits going there. Must and then when you got to about thirteen, it was Readers Wives, and <laughs> Asian Babes. Wouldn't that be good? <laughs> I mean, I didn't see any rule that said you couldn't do that. Yeah. Wouldn't that have been good? <laughs> You know, you can just like put stickers with your name on and watch some dick over the rail. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really good, that. Ah, yeah? That would be really cool. Ah, why, why didn't I think of that at the time? <laughs> <laughs> so, what have you been up to then? You had a wedding, didn't you? Yes. And how, had... Anything interesting or funny happened at the wedding? Not really. It all went off swimmingly. Brilliant. Calvin got married to Sarah, and the food was absolutely gorgeous at that branches in Ooh. on Osborne Road in Jersey. Fancy in Newcastle. Fancy. Really fancy restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Were you sat anywhere near the tree? Right above it. Oh, above it, above the tree. Mm-hmm. Like in a nest. Yeah, it is. Everybody had their own little nest. <laughs> And of course, because I've got four kids, I was having to throw food down at them. Were you, were you not having to eat the food and then regurgitate <laughs> it into their mouths? Yeah. <laughs> it's throwing it down at them. For those people that don't know, it's a really posh, fancy restaurant in a place called Jesmond, just north of Newcastle. And it's it's got this huge white tree mm-hmm. in the middle of the restaurant, like a full tree-sized tree. In the middle of the restaurant. <laughs> tree, tree yeah, it's not one. like a bonsai tree oh, or no, like a little a tree bloody, size tree. It's proper full on tree sized tree. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's real or not. It's not. It's not it's real. It's not real. Did it ever used to be real? I mean, is it made out of wood? I don't know. Is it made I out of wood? Doing... If it's made out of wood, then you could say, well, it used to be a tree, didn't you? Or bits I, of it. I, I don't know. Because I know it's not real because when you get a good look at it, you can see it's like them false little branches stuck into the big branches. Oh. But it's really effective really good on a night were you there on a night time no no during the day right okay so you, on a light time I think it's all lit up is it it's white isn't it it's a white mm-hmm. tree and they like the, the light it in different clever ways mm-hmm. it's really I mean I've never been in but I've seen it it's really fancy it was really good actually I don't know if the if the staff had primed all the other diners who were in the restaurant downstairs but when Kelvin and Sarah walked in Everybody stood up and applauded all the other diners in the restaurant. I don't know if they had said to the other diners. There's like a there's a common family coming in. Let's make them feel really special. <laughs> <laughs> this might be the only time they get to eat in a fancy place like this. 
Oh. The McDonald's wasn't big enough. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I two protests have we've had to avoid as well. What? Huh? I mean, I get angry than most people about lots of things. <laughs> do you? I mean, not so you'd notice. No, not so you'd notice, but I do. And then I, but but you're not going to you're not going to change. I mean, I have you make small little changes. Mm-hmm. You know, like when at that time when I complained to Tesco <laughs> about them selling the bread off at five o'clock. Aye. They stopped doing that. Aye. One day they might phone you and go, "We're looking for a new director of sales." Are you up for that, Grimble? I think probably customer services will be more my thing. <laughs> I doubt that very much. Customer services. It's the little things, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah. as long as it's how you want it run. Aye. Well, the thing is, the way I see it, right? 99% of the people who shop at Tesco are perfectly happy with it. All you've got to, all you've got to pacify is the 1% of Victor Meldrews like me. You want to sort them out. Everything. Yeah, right? that's it. You haven't been the zoo today. It's not a joke. Have you? Yes, have we you? have. Which zoo? Morpeth. Um, did it only have one dog there? <laughs> you, you've now <laughs> manipulated this into a joke for yourself. It <laughs> haven't really got loads of massive big animals. That doesn't surprise me, they haven't got any uh, pandas. No, they're not like in the the panda breeding programme. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a couple of lynxes and um, snow leopards. Snow leopards are nice, man. But you know what I mean, just piercing backwards and forwards, mm. exactly the same thing over and over again. And, uh, and that's what we were like before the internet was invented, wasn't it? A, yeah, yeah. And what would you be doing now, pre-internet? Ah, oh, I'd just be wandering around bumping into stuff. Exactly. You'd be wandering uh, around aimlessly. Like just bumping into walls. Yeah. And, and that's what I've told you about religion and <laughs> in the old, the old days when people didn't know where they were. I made to um, Peter, you know how I never ever took you and your Reuben to the baths I took you to the park I took you to the beach when you were little and Peter went oh, yeah dad yeah dad he says just because you've had Joshua don't think I'm going to start that carry on with him <laughs> <laughs> that's a great line <laughs> that's going to be you isn't it don't think I'm taking them to Zoom just because I, I didn't take you so I'm not taking them well, that's your job, Mr. Oh, Mr. Radio right. Voice. This is um, season three of Have You Heard This? Our podcast. Just that's what it is now. It is. We used to have a whole spiel, didn't we? We did, and it's just gone by. And that's gone we've by. Just got so lazy. So yes, we've got a website and we've got a Facebook page, and you can email us. Yeah, but how does it email us? What's oh, the... It's, it's been so long. It has. If I remember right, it's podcast at haveyouheardthis.co.uk. Hey, that's a good email address. It is, that, it's really it? good. And the website is haveyouheardthis.co.uk. The website is looking a bit dated. Is it? Honestly. Yeah, it's not the most... Yeah, it's a year out of date now. It's a year out of date. And websites move quick, don't they? Do they? Yeah. So, um, so send us messages, send us questions, send us uh, things you'd like us to deal with, because we've... We, 
what we do on this show is we educate and inform. If we entertain, that's a bonus. Yeah, I was going to say entertain, but like you said, that's a bonus. It's a bonus. It's not our raison d'etre. <laughs> it's French. Look it up. Something jumped out at me today, and I've done some investigation into it. Mm-hmm. And I've got, there's a few little interconnected topics, right? But it's all about dying. Oh, funny enough, I've got one about dying as well. Oh, yeah. in dying or Diane? <laughs> hey! Boom. Women hear it when you do that. What, dum bum Yeah. Why? Why do they know. hear that? I don't know. What's, what's wrong with them? Why would they hear that? I don't know. When you do it on the backside. Oh. Bum. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. So, actually, it, it is... Uh, I've got a few things. Right? So, the first one I've got is the chances of you dying whilst you're doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay? Right, but... <laughs> you got the same thing. No, no, very. Just continue. I don't know how to do. It. I don't know whether to just rattle some of them off or whether to play it as a game. We'll just. I'll, I'll let you have a guess, right? Mm-hmm. So hang gliding. Oh. What are the chances of? So imagine you took up hang gliding. Mm-hmm. What are the chances of you dying oh, whilst hang gliding at some point in your life? One in. 56. Wow. <laughs> and you would do it? Nah, I wouldn't do that. It's, the interesting thing is it's actually one in 560. Is it? So that, that was just a pure stab there. I have no idea. So, so now I've got like the, Aye. you know, the yeah. level of where we're Sky going. Skydiving. Oh, one in 237. So you think it's more dangerous than hand gliding? Yes. It's nowhere near as dangerous. Skydiving, one in 101,000. Die of hand gliding. Boxing. Boxing can't be that dangerous. So of every, how many people do you have to have boxing before one will die? Mm. 120. 2,200. Yeah. Um, I don't want to list all of them because they've got like a huge list. Um, let's just go down. Let's go down to um, swimming. How many people have to swim? Have to swim <laughs> in order for one person to die from it? Oh, twenty thousand. A million. A million. You can't twenty thousand, right? That. So let's say, for example, in the UK, there's like mm-hmm. sixty million people. And let's say all of them swam. Mm-hmm. Then there'd be something like 200,000 people a year dying of swimming. Right. I will refer to my list now. Go on. Right. And in America, drowning is the fifth most popular death. <laughs> well, does that just mean that, that if you've got a choice? <laughs> yeah, no, see, no. What do, I, do I want to die by like, drowning or do I want to die by burning? Wrong choice or of words. I'll choose drowning because it's much more words. popular. <laughs> all, the, all the in crowds yeah, All the in crowds yeah, doing the drowning. All the popular thing. people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, drowning. It's the fifth biggest killer in America. Do you have Do you have the rest of them? Yes. Well, hang on. Can I, can I have a guess at some? Mm-hmm. Come on then. Is, is like being shot one of them? It's tenth. It's tenth, is it? 
That's tenth on the list. Um, I mean, are, are we talking about accidental deaths? We're not talking about like. Yeah, this is a, uh, this is off a, a website of accidental injuries right. and causes and. Right. Okay. So, um, drowning um, uh, in a car crash. No. A lot of them are things you would present at hospital with, rather than things, actual deaths. Some of them are deaths, but some of them are just stuff you would present at hospital with. <laughs> Getting the saucepan stuck on your head, or your, <laughs> or your big toe stuck in a tap. Oh, how, was that just in the beach? Would, would you take the whole bath with you? No, you just, take, you just take the tap. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. Oh, come on, you've seen the beach. You'd have to get a plummet in. But you could get the dandy, didn't you? Or the Beano, Beano, or Tennyson Menace. What? Uh, oh, well, I mean, a crikey. Uh, choking. Yes. Number seven. Number seven on chicken bones. Yeah. Um, that, 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 that is a reference to Grimbo's tea. That's a reference to bones. Um, oh, crikey, come on, fill me in. Right. So, at ten, you've got firearms. I did say shooting was literally yeah. the first thing I said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Number nine, bruises. Which, obviously, oh, look at that bruise, doctor. Get out. <laughs> We've got important stuff here to do. You die of a bruise? No, I'm saying it's the stuff you presented at ah. possibly with. Right, uh, number eight, poisoning. Number seven, choking. Number six, cuts. Number five, drowning. Number four, sprains. Number three, Falling objects, so stuff fall on your head. So you see, you always wear. If it works, someone drops a hammer and it travels in a downward manner. Mm. That's the only bit of the poem I remember. <laughs> That's the important bit, isn't it? <laughs> it, it ends. Get a hat, save your head, or something. It was one of them public information films from the from the seventies. Um, Number two, trips and falls, and number one, burns. Now, drowning is the only one of those which is fatal, right? Yeah. And as the it, interesting as thing is, as it is written in that list. Yeah, so to me, you wouldn't, I mean, you probably would go to hospital if you drowned, but only to, like, keep your body cold until the burn, burn or buried. Mm. The interesting thing I found was that that list, Either side of drowning, you had cuts mm -hmm. and sprains. Sprains. Right. It just seems it's a weird list, isn't it? But that was the that was the list. And I've also got you could do this as a um, play cards, right? If you wanted, we could have we could have done, couldn't we? No, I've got another list. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll let me rattle through some more of these quickly. Come on, then. Um, I'll, I'll just give you the answers. Canoeing, one in ten thousand. Um, running. One in a million. Bungee jumping, one in a half a million. Bicycling, one in a hundred and forty thousand. So you're much, you're about four times more likely to die of cycling, of bikes, bicycling. Yeah, than you are from bungee jumping. Mm -hmm. Isn't that incredible? Um, what about if you, hey, if you bungee jumped on a bike? That would probably uh, really cut that. It would. It would. Yeah, it really yeah. cut it down, wouldn't it? Mountain climbing. One in one thousand five hundred and seventy. So if you mountain climbed to the top of the mountain, then bungee jumped on a bike off it, 
And you're, you're never going to die. You, you, I, it's, I've, I've, I've got something <laughs> written down here along the same lines, right? Um, climbing in the Himalayas. Mm-hmm. One in nine. The Indian restaurant is the one. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Um, dancing, one in a hundred thousand. <laughs> in an aeroplane, one in eleven million. Right. Mm-hmm. Playing a table game like Monopoly or something, one in a hundred million. What playing a computer game, one in a hundred million. Struck by lightning, one in eighty-three thousand. Walking down the street. One in six hundred and twenty-three. What? I mean, I'm guessing. I mean, I don't know what street that is, but they should yeah. put some signs up. <laughs> yeah, shouldn't they? <laughs> That's shocking. That street. Just see. So right. The interesting thing I found about that was, if you're just doing normal day-to-day stuff, a fifty-five-year-old man, there's a one in forty-six thousand chance he's going to die that mm-hmm. day right right so that's your odds of dying that day however however if you um, dance there's a one in 100,000 chance you're going to die mm-hmm. so you just dance all the time you, you're going to like yeah, half you just, your chance of dying if you just dance from one place to another exactly and you never stop exactly you never stop and you'll always be in the groove did you know if you have a heart attack in hospital you're three times more likely to die than you are if you have that heart attack at home. How does that work? Mm. I can only imagine. How does that I can only work? imagine that statistically, people who have heart attacks whilst they're in hospital are in there for some other reason. You know, so let's in like, there because the yeah, they've been massively burned or they've got some kind of huge problem, yes. uh-huh. some trauma, some but, trauma that the heart can't deal with. Exactly. Whereas at home. It's it's a it's a heart attack. It's a heart attack. Yeah. Areas in the home where injuries happen. Areas in the house where <laughs> yeah yeah. I just tell you people who are listening listeners, Graham sort of just went house and made a big circular motion with his hands as if. <laughs> To show me what a house was. <laughs> so I didn't know. <laughs> All right. So okay. Would, would you like Oh, it? let's do it as a play cards, right, right, shall we? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll just hide the answers then. <laughs> right, so... Uh, yeah, so pick yourself a number between one and two. Uh, good game, good game. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> scoreboard, yeah. Right. Pick a number between... Number seven. Number seven. I'm making note of the numbers. Right. The bathroom. And the bathroom is 26%. Oof. Okay. So, pick another number. Number three. Uh, number three is the hallway and landing. Oh, is that less or more than... Oh, it's less... And you're correct. It's a good bit less. Yep. And that's 21%. Hang on, so we're already up to 50%. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> what? It doesn't work like that? You, you redefine how percentages work now, are you? <laughs> <laughs> percentages. 
Just go with the flow. All oh, right, okay. Just then. go with it. Right. Just go with it. Right, pick a number. Number two. And number two is the garden. Ooh. In yours. Craigie. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't even dare set foot out in my garden. I mean, it's obviously higher than the hall. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Come on. What, what, you get, what percentage? Ooh, 33%. 33%. Okay, we're up to, up to 84%. <laughs> so the rest... The it rest, doesn't work like that. The rest have to be lower. It doesn't work like that. Okay, so number nine. Number nine. So is number... Is the bedroom higher or lower? Than 33%. Now, that's a good question because I mean, people die in their sleep, don't they? Um, I still don't think it's going to be as high as the garden. I'm going to go lower than the garden. And you were correct 22%. Close, right? That's up to 95%. Okay, let's do number one. Number one. Is. is that higher or lower than 22%? I mean, I'm still struggling to get my head around how this person... I don't, I don't know, I just, I just copied them down. <laughs> <laughs> um, higher. Higher, and you are correct. Oh, Phil, man, I'm 20, good at this. 25% of people. <laughs> right. Pick another number. Number eight. Number eight. The dining room. Oh, that's going to be lower than the stairs. And you are going to be 21% of people are injured in the <laughs> dining room. Uh, number five. Number five. The living room. Oh, I would say that's going to be... Lower. And you're wrong. It's higher. What? It's higher. 31%. What? 31% of people are injured in their living room. More than the stairs, more than the garden, more than the... Yes, more than the stairs. No, not more than the garden. The garden was 33. I thought you said 35. No, 33. The living room is 31. Oh, okay. Right, number four. Number four is the attic. Lower. Unless there's some sort of mad psycho living up there. And then, of course, it's 99. But in this case, it's 11. It's oh, 11. that's really low. I suppose you're dead careful when you get there. Yeah. Um, no, number six. Number six, the kitchen. The kitchen, I would say, is the highest on the list. Kitchen is the highest on the list. With sixty percent of people I was gonna say injured using their kitchen. Right. Okay, and that leaves us with did you do number ten? Uh, number ten we haven't done yet. Okay. The garage. Well it's gonna be lower than the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Mm. Oh you want me you want to Come on, you might as well have a guess. Thirty eight percent. Nah. Oh, oh. Lower. It's only fifteen percent mm. of people are injured. Using their gouge. Interesting. What are we using this for? I mean, a lot of people use their gouge as a gym now, don't they? This is true. Mm. 
So I'm going to say that, that that's probably higher if you if you use your garage for something else than storing a car. Because <laughs> really, a garage is just a star, a star, a car storage space, isn't it? It is like a garage. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we tend to call them car storage pieces yeah, okay. in, the, in the retail industry. Right. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about. No, no. That's, that's obvious. <laughs> well, that was interesting. But like I said, the most interesting part of it was how... Well, I don't know how it worked. This was the area I just... Generally, generally speaking, the sum of things usually... Yes, I know, I know, I know that. But, well, no, because like... 60% of people were injured in their kitchen, 40% of them weren't. <laughs> there you go. 60% of people in this kitchen did something wrong, hurt themselves. The other, I mean, 40, the other 40 just ate the sandwich when they made it. <laughs> How Americans spell things different to us. Yeah. So, for example, you know, center and um, socks. Socks. Mm -hmm. This. How do they spell socks? Legs. Oh, I did not know that. Uh, well, anyway, um, we have one person to blame for this. A guy called Noah Webster, who wrote Webster's American Dictionary, and he thought. Whilst I'm doing this, I may as well change some words, change the spelling of them to make them easier to write, so it's easier mm. to learn. Some of them stuck, like colour and centre and defence and plow. Mm -hmm. It's like Americans spell plow P L O W and they spell colour C L O C L O L O R and that kind of thing. But the interesting thing is, some of them didn't stick. So he tried to introduce some new spellings for certain words. But it never took off, and Americans stuck with the English way mm -hmm. of spelling them. So, for example, soup. How did he propose that soup should be spelled? Just double O P. Yeah, S double O P. Which is, when you think of it, it is the obvious way to spell it soup, isn't it? What about machine? Without the C H, it's got to be. So, how would you spell? Machine. I'm trying to think in my head how how it would be spelt. Is it phonetically the mash? In. With instead of an a C H yeah. and S H. Yes, it's mash. In. M A S H E E N. Daughter. Oh, not D double O. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, a door. D A W T E R. Daughter. Daughter. And last one, women. Do you know what put that in it? W I M M I N. A double M. Women. So, like I say, some of them took off and mm -hmm. became, that's how Americans spell them, mm -hmm. but some of them he proposed, and Americans were like, no, I'm going to spell that like that, that's stupid. <laughs> but, do you not think C is a redundant letter? 
see. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are certain things you can't. Of course, you can. You can spell everything without a C. Um, because you've got an S and a K. Chew. He's got a puzzled look on his face. <laughs> well, you would have to just substitute the C. Oh, wait, that's how you spell it? How you spell it? Oh, you, you, you could say K as a redundant letter. You could get rid of K and just use the C. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to think of one. I'll, I'll find one. <laughs> you could just get rid of it. Right, we'll do it that way. We'll just get rid of the key. We're getting rid of or the key. Get rid of the key. We'll we've established you can't get rid of the C. Because mm-hmm. you need it for CH. Yes. Um, okay, K you probably can't get rid of. You, you could get rid of the key because you could use the C and an S, couldn't you? Yeah. The yes? Well, well. Um, when would it you, would, you, you know you wouldn't need the S, would you? Because you're keeping the C. <laughs> you put far too much thought into this. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> for something which, in all fairness, is unlikely to happen. You, you, you can definitely, like, thin the alphabet out a bit. Oh, yeah. I think you probably could. I'm sure you could. Just get rid of... Get rid of some of the some of the letters that we don't use, <laughs> or, or that are very similar to other letters. Didn't the ampersand used to be a letter? You know the uh, Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I've heard Danny yes. Baker talking about that. Did I'm sure that used to be a letter. There was another. Was it Zog or something? Or Zog? <laughs> no, there was there's another letter that's totally defunct now. <laughs> Zog. Zog. Where, whereabouts in the alphabet does Zog come? I don't know. <laughs> A, B, C, D, A, B, Zog. C, D, E, F, Zog. <laughs> Zog. You, you investigate that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> But if you're right, I'll show my backside in Phoenix window. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that the people at Phoenix wouldn't be happy with that. Then. Apparently, the they, new, get asked, they get asked a lot. The new, the new Christmas Phoenix window. Did you know there's more people died jumping from the monument to commemorate? the Great Fire of London that actually died in the Great Fire of London. Didn't only like three or four people die in the Great eight, Fire of London? Eight, eight or Well, that's a fact that isn't really a fact. Because recorded is eight people, but they didn't record all the people who were in workhouses mm. and all the like ordinary people. The eight people that died were people of note. So that was why it said only eight people died. But yeah, but ordinary the, people weren't recorded. Well, I know, but they would have found bones and they would have found skeletons. And it wasn't just a case of like, oh, Fred's gone missing and nobody knew who Fred was, therefore we won't count him. They would have found his like remains. Uh, there, was, there, were, there was probably thousands that reckon died, and mm. that just weren't. They just swept them into the river, didn't they? They just didn't care. 
They just didn't care about like the sort of below the working class of the you know like the ones off Oliver so that's an interesting fact yeah, yeah there's more people died jumping off the monument what, than what, like um, taking their own lives jumping yeah, off or, uh, there's right. more people than actually are recorded of dying in the fire do, do monkeys do you, know, do you know them monkeys they have now like on the um, technity adverts yeah they're ones. monkeys and apes and that do they actually I know you see it on cartoons and pictures and that peel and banana but do they actually peel them or do they just eat them with the skin on oh they peel them but they peel them from um, the other end are you sure they peel them yes they do right and the, the interesting thing is you know how we peel them from like the stem uh-huh. monkeys or chimps and apes and things. Apes, I think they'll find them. Peel them from the other end. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's easier. You know, sometimes you, you go to peel a banana and it's just like, oh, it doesn't want to come, does it? If all you do is you just nip the other end and it just goes, Whoop. Yeah, I've heard that on something. And you end up with like a cartoon for bits. Yeah. But, yeah, oh, they don't need the skin. Isn't, isn't like the skins of bananas bad for you or something? Isn't there like there's a num there's so much of a certain chemical in them there is a there is a number of bananas you can eat that'll kill you. Oh yeah, <clears throat> I'm sure I've heard that. You eat so many. I mean, a, a friend of mine thought it was eight. No, I think it's like and, uh, it, it's in the hundreds. It's well in the hundreds. It's mm. not eight. No, I don't think. It's, 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 I, I really, really, when you think about it. The um, ape population would have been wiped out years ago. Eight <laughs> <laughs> eight bananas, isn't it? I mean, King Kong wouldn't have been the guy he was, would he? He'd just give him a box of bananas, and that would have been him. That film would have been terrible. <laughs> it was like three minutes long. <laughs> Which of the following animals do you think you could beat in a fight? Okay. Oh, cow. I could beat a cow. No, I'm going to list them for you, and oh, you're going to tell me. I thought I'd just have to list off a load of animals that I could beat in a fight. You reckon you could beat a cow? If that cow wanted to kill you, oh. you, and, you and the cow are in a ring. Funny enough. <laughs> like I said before, we were at the zoo today, right? And for some reason, <laughs> old Chris got in his head that it would be funny to like go I can knock one out with one punch <laughs> to all the animals <laughs> two punch you can, did the animals in in punches you could knock it out I reckon if you were in a if you were in a room like this mm-hmm. with a cow the cow has got more chance of killing you oh than yeah definitely, definitely right now with that in mind mm-hmm. I'm going to list a few animals come on then a rat oh I think I could kill a rat this yeah. rat's trying to kill you, and yeah. you're trying to kill the rat. Boom. Jumps up, grab it. Well, the rat knee bother. Get the rat knee bother. Okay, well. Let, let it come for you, and then when it's on you, boom. Well, the interesting thing about these percentages mm-hmm. <laughs> are that this is the percentage of people that think that they could kill a rat. Mm-hmm. 76% of men 
think they could kill a rat. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're you're in the majority there. Interestingly, only 68, 68% of women think they could kill a rat. A house cat. You need to rattle through these because there's loads of them. Yeah, yeah well, same thing, same thing. Wait for it to go for you. Once it's got, once it's on you, just yeah. Um, seventy-four percent of men think they could kill a cat. Only sixty-four percent of women think they could. A goose. Yeah, same goose. Seventy-one percent of men think they could kill a goose. Fifty-one percent of women think they could kill a goose. A medium-sized dog. Dogs are strange. Yeah, medium-sized dog, you know, so halfway between a Rottweiler and a Chihuahua. What's like that going to be like? size. Aye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Both of them. Once they latch on, that's it. Like, yeah. it I don't know. I think a Staffy would, like, that size dog would have a good go at you that like. What percentage do you think? Ooh, I would think about half. Mm, half well, of 60% of men think they could kill a medium-sized dog. Only 39% of women. And the reason I'm mentioning women is because it's relevant later on. An eagle. Oh, no, an eagle. Have you seen the claws on an eagle? I've seen an eagle today. And <laughs> their claws are absolutely huge. <laughs> would rip you head off. 38% of men believe they could kill nah, an eagle. they've got no chance. 23% of women. And and the massive. A large dog. Oh, no, nah, you would no chance. A large dog. That's like a wolf-sized thing. It would bite your face off. 31% of men... And Who are 50- these men? Who are these? Proper <laughs> men. Not like you, you <laughs> like <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Who are these men? It might growl at us. Who said they could kill a wolf? It might slaver on us. It might catch rabies. A wolf-sized dog. I don't think they could. Like. 31% of men and 15% of women think they could take a large dog. A chimp. Oh, I don't know now. Because they've got a... They would go for your body, wouldn't they, with the punches? A chimp. Hillary would hope so. <laughs> like, otherwise, it's just like punching in thin air. <laughs> no, I mean, to, to, the, to the ribs and that. What, really? Yeah. Well, nah, you wouldn't. And they're not frightened. Have you seen a chimp's teeth? Proper big, massive. Have they? Oh, like, yeah. like a dog, sort of styly teeth. In right. A, so you're in saying. A hu- in a human face. <laughs> well, some humans. Right, you know. Uh, so you're saying quite low? Yeah, low, very low. 22% of men think oh they could my. take a chimp. 12% of Do have these people not seen Andy Circus? These are proper men, Phil, not like you and I. Proper men, you know, men's men. Uh, King Cobra. Oh no, King Cobra would just have you. Boom. Now, how is a King Cobra? Is that a bitey snake or is that a rabbit no, snake? A, King Cobra's the one with the big hood. With a big. I'm, I'm making a hood shape. <laughs> for, just for, for the is it the one that goes. Yeah. Like a like, um, dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes a big hood, makes itself bigger. Boom. Strikes. But it's it's a bitey snake. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's not a wrappy round snake. No, that's a python you're thinking of there. Okay. 23% of men, 8% of women reckon they could take a king cobra. I've told you, proper men. Uh, kangaroo. Nah, you couldn't take a kangaroo. I've seen one of them the day as well. And 
the claws on their back legs are massive. They jump up, give you what for. I would say you would have difficulty with the wallaby. Never mind a full size kangaroo. Oh, they're so cute, though, aren't they? 70% of men, 11% of women. What about a wolf? No, no chance. 16% of men. <laughs> You're already lying there bleeding off the dog. <laughs> The wolf will just come in and finish it off. And then the wolf comes the in. Only the bloody wolf in. <laughs> the only chance you've got is if the kangaroo saves you. Right, okay, well, okay, 16% of men, 9% of women. Crocodile. Yeah, he's just. <laughs> oh, come on. You, you, would you tickle a crocodile under the chin or something and just sits there, doesn't it? All you need is a laggy band. Ex yeah, they can't open the mouths. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because all their. All their pressure, all their muscle, is for pushing down. Right, it's not for pulling up. So imagine you've got this crocodile and you've like you've charmed it <laughs> with, a, with, a, with a pipe. Yeah, with your ears, you know. And you've tickled it under the chin, and you've managed to keep its mouth closed, and it can't open its mouth. What? How do you kill it? How do you? How do you? <laughs> how do you actually let go of that so you can run off? <laughs> how do you kill it though? I mean, they're, they're like, I'm guessing they're quite... Also, they're like, flail around, don't they? Mm-hmm. Aren't they like kill you with a tail or something? They whack, whack you with a tail. I think so, I. And they, they like, drag you under the water and spin you around when you're drowned. Mm. There'll be no water in here. Oh, we're doing it in here? It's in here. It's literally in here. We're doing it in here. You could take it out of the shed and wait until something falls on it. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, crocodile. 10% of men, 8% of women. <laughs> Gorilla. No. <laughs> it would rip your arms off a gorilla, man. A big silverback. 9% of men reckon they could what? take a gorilla. Wait, who? I reckon they've asked these questions in like some rough pub in Newcastle on, a, on like a Friday night. They've got it with the spoons so, on a Friday night. When Geordie, do you reckon you could take a gorilla? Oh, I could take a gorilla, man. <laughs> Come across the arm. Bring it in here. Bring it in. 9% of men, 8% of women. <laughs> okay. An elephant. <laughs> elephant. Ow! Ow. Well, an elephant, you, you can suffocate it. <laughs> oh, I know, but it's tricky. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dumb <laughs> It would just like keel out. Tie a knot in it. Not in its trunk. Then it would just keel out. <laughs> 9% of... I wonder if it's the same 9% of men who thought they could take the gorilla. 9% of men, 8% of women. Um, grizzly bear. No, you couldn't fight a grizzly bear. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was watching something the other night. The guy—it was like a drama thing—but the guy had been attacked by a grizzly bear. Mm. And it, did he fight back? And it just <clears throat> lashed across his stomach. And they brought him in the hospital while his stomach was hanging out. Oof, nasty. Um, well, 7% of men, 6% of women believe they could take on a grizzly bear. And the last one, a lion. <laughs> you couldn't fight a lion. <laughs> what? Where have you found these people? <laughs> it's just a, I don't know where I got this. this I found this list somewhere. Surveyed these people down to the, to the zoo. You've been, down the, 
been down down the Chester Street for years. Well, well, it's, it's just it's well seeing the pubs open again. Eight percent of men thought they could beat a lion, and seven percent of women. Have you, have you seen a lion when when it yawns on the telly? Have you on the, or, or a movie? Yeah. Have you seen the size of its mouth and its what its teeth look like? I don't. I don't think people realise how big lions are. Oh, the big. The big. The big. I think people just think they're like big dogs. Well, hey, I tell you what. I saw today. I saw a snow leopard. Right. Snow leopard is maybe about Labrador size. Maybe a little bit bigger than a Labrador. And I wouldn't like that, come lads. It's a big. A cat, like a house cat, but the size of a Labrador, coming at you. <laughs> that would be like majestic, wasn't it? Oh, they're very nice looking animals. And it's more like the most. The, is the lynx the one that want to reintroduce in this country? Oh, really? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Want to reintroduce them and the kill there and what's the place like that down south? Uh-huh. Kill out the, 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 the wipe, wipe out all the, all the outlaws that got living in the woods down there. So the interesting thing I found about that list was, at the top, you had you had like say goose. You had seventy one percent of men think they could take a goose, and then fifty one percent of women. But when you got to the bottom, they had like lion, eight percent of men, and seven percent of women. The gap, <laughs> the gap closes. <laughs> The bigger the animal, the more women think they can take it. As opposed to a small animal, few few women. So like a woman's thinking, oh, I don't think I could beat that goose, but I'll take my chances with a lion. <laughs> I've just beaten the death with a goose. I don't suppose for a second you've heard of a Grabovoi, Grabovoi numbers. Oh. No, Grabovoi numbers. Grabovoi numbers. Grabovoi numbers, okay. Grabovoi numbers are the cheat codes to the universe. Check that out. It was? Eh? Right? When? If you think of these numbers hard enough, Uh the numbers will bring you good grades, weight loss, success in business, that kind of thing. So basically... This This is some sort of Chinese thing, isn't it? Well, I mean, yeah, probably. (laughs) Probably. probably Either that or... Some spoon bender has thought of it. <laughs> but so once I, I once I stumbled across that information, obviously I did some research on it, mm-hmm. and I found. Well, last week we were two weeks ago, we were going to do a podcast and we had to like um, cancel it. Mm-hmm. You were having teeth problems. Yeah, I've got the Grabovoi number for teeth. Eliminate teeth problems. Now you stare and you think and you concentrate on this number and it fixes your teeth problems. Okay. Now we haven't got a pen to write it down, so I'll just read it to you, right? I'll just read it to you. Now as I read this number to you, you just concentrate on the numbers. Mm-hmm. Ready? Oh, and things just stopped. 
lasted a long time that time. Okay, so here's your number. 984-7784-6689. How's your teeth feel? So I have a, I won't read out the numbers, but anybody who wants them can Google it. Um, there's a number for nausea. There's hundreds of numbers, but the ones I picked out, nausea. There's a one for cirrhosis of the liver. There's a one for stomachache. There's a one for diarrhea. There's a one for very strong diarrhea. <laughs> right, what we need, hang on, before you go any further, uh -huh. right? What we need is the one for moving the ball when a penalty is going to be taken. <laughs> <laughs> the one for that. There's a one for balancing purposes. What? I don't know. I, I don't know. A one for removal of parasites. Oh, that sounds like good. Now, some of you this might be. This is going to be a Chinese thing. This definitely. Oh, for fuck's sake! It stopped. That one didn't last very long. Hello. Okay, we're good to go. Right, so, do you want some unexpected money? Yeah, oh, that would be nice. Okay. That would be good. 5207418. So, you concentrate on those numbers. Bloody hell, he feels proper going for it. <laughs> uh, sell on! Right. <laughs> if you win the pools tomorrow, I'm one half of it. The pools. There's a one for the kids. <laughs> Self-healing of the body. Uh, there's a one for love. There's a one for peace. And there's a one for self-esteem. Was the one for bad feet? I mean, there will be. Well, you need to find Absolutely it. Absolutely will be. You need to find it. It's for not on my go, list. For, for, uh, for, for when you go skating on Thursday. Oh, yeah. Uh, so there you, that's interesting, isn't it? Five, two, so, seven, two, four, one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's the money and the teeth ones that you need to yeah. concentrate on. The, the, the thing is, I'll remember them numbers, but I've forgotten all of the phone numbers I've ever known <laughs> in my life. I can just remember them ones. So the thing is, if you if you somehow meditate and think on these numbers, then the universe will grant you... But I, I, Call me a sceptic if you want, mm -hmm. right? But I think someone's just made these numbers up, you know. I don't think someone's... Um, done any kind of science on this. Is how mad is old money? <laughs> well, I'll just put that down then. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! There was no logic to it whatsoever, was there? No. And it, it's just madness old money. I'm at an age where I know some of the old money. I can remember all the old money. Can you? Yeah. Um, so you, I, I can remember a shilling. 
mm-hmm. which was five p. Five pence. I can remember sixpence. Well, hold on, it's shilling was. It ended up being five p, but before that, the shilling was twelve pence. Um, what? What? Yeah. When did you? Yeah. Hang on. So if you've got a shill in your pocket and somebody says, oh, by the way, we're making a shill only worth five pence, you're like, what? Uh-huh. I've been yeah. collecting shillings my whole life. That's and now suddenly they're worth like 30% of what they used yes, to be worth. Yes, that's what they did. Well, surely, if you had any sense, you'd go to the bank the day before they do that and you would change them all into like... Well, no, because of half all of them. They did it with all the money, didn't they? I missed that memo. Yeah, they did it with all the money. Just, just it was when when they went to decimalisation. So you lost. So a, a shilling, which was twelve pence, twelve old d, old d. Yeah. <laughs> Why a d? I don't know. Right. That became five new pence. A sixpence. A sixpence became two and a half pence. So, but everything kept the same price. Okay, what about um, you? Had, what were those ones that were like hexagonal shaped? Threepenny bits. Threepenny bits. I think they've had ten, twelve sides. Right. So I'm guessing they were worth three pence. Yeah. They were three D. They were worth three D. So you've got three Ds, six Ds, and twelve Ds. Uh-huh. What about a farthing? How much is a farthing? A farthing was a quarter of a D. Oh, really? That's uh-huh. all? Uh-huh. Wow. And then you had a halfpenny, which was half a D. Right. Then a penny, obviously, which was one D. Then it went to three, six, five... Uh, three, six, twelve... 24, which was two shillings. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you do the math. <laughs> which was two shillings. Then, this is the madness of it, then it went to half a crown. Which I think, I think, was two shillings and sixpence. Thirty, thirty pence. Thirty, thirty d. Thirty d. So a crown was sixty d. Uh-huh. And then, and then you had a ten shill, ten, ten, ten shilling note, which is a ten bob note. Ten shilling which is, note, which is fifty p. One hundred and twenty d. Which became fifty p. Right. Then it went to a pound. And there was. I, I mean, a pound was a hundred d, was it? No. That would be far too easy. <laughs> that would be far too easy. <laughs> so how many D's was it in a pound? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know how many. That, that, but I know it wasn't a hundred. That would be far too easy, that. So, <laughs> I mean, can you imagine the maths? Can the you imagine, can you imagine coming, on, coming here on holiday and trying to work out the money? So you you're buying something you're buying something which is uh, which is two crowns and and <laughs> two crowns and sixteen farthings and a sixpence right you're buying something which costs that much and all you've got is uh, a crown ten sixpences and a farthing 
And like, someone's got to work on how much change to give you. You need to calculate the size of NASA. Every night, I'd heard where the where the little kid gives a gives the shopkeeper a like unicorn and a button to buy a bar of chocolate for my mum. I think we've bored these good people enough, haven't we? I think we have. One week. And if you want to contact us, how would they do that, Grimble? Well, tea leaves. Yeah, tea leaves. Failing that, though, if you're the shy type, then you can do it anonymously on the website, haveyouheardthis.co.uk, or you can send an email to um, podcast at haveyouheardthis.co.uk. Get on board with the, with the podcast. I mean, this week, the... we haven't done a Judge Phil, we haven't done a Mr. Ekan. We're no, so... Mr. Ekan, he was, he was at the door early on. Did you not hear him? Oh, was that him? Oh, did they turn him away? Yeah, was that him clapping on oh, early on? my... Oh, it's always a mystery what he's going to sound like when he turns. I know I love him. I love Mr. E. Can because we never know how he's going to sound when he turns. So, if you've got any um, uh, questions for Mr. E. Can, if you've got any situations for Judge Phil, anything else you want to talk about, anything else you want us to explore or explain? That's good. Anything explore and explain. Yeah, if you have a, if you can't wrap your head around quantum physics, and you want us to explain it for you. If you want Phil to explain um, decimalisation for you, yeah. write in and we'll do that for yeah. you. We'll do we'll, it. We'll tell you. We're a public servant. Hey, in contact. Let's Love you all. Love you all. Yeah. Right, see you tomorrow, Grimbo. Tomorrow, Grimbo. Tomorrow, then. See you next time.